Acts chapter 2 is such a beautiful testimony of what it looks like when the church is together. It tells that they had all things in common, and they were all all concerned for each other's well-being and and their welfare. And it says that they were all together in one community, and that people were added to the kingdom of God daily. Now, I've told you that we're a friendly church, but there's a difference between a friendly church and a caring church church. A caring church reaches out to meet the needs of others. When we start looking at how we can contribute to the needs of other people, it takes the focus off of ourselves and helps us to see someone else where they are at. My mom is five foot three, and I have been taller than her since I was about 12 years old. And so, um, it's always fun to make fun of short people. I'm sorry if you're short. Um, it, I love short people. They're, they're fun-sized. And so um, for years, I have had to help my mother get things off of the top shelf. And maybe you've had that problem where you can't reach something on the top shelf. And is it frustrating to be at the grocery store and have people walk by you and just ignore what you need? Think of how it is here at church, how we can help somebody just by seeing where they're at. Real practical things. Somebody walks in the front doors, they don't look really sure where they're going. Well, we can either say, there's a greeter, they'll tell you where to go. Or you can look at them and say, can I help you? It's a simple need. It's a minor need. But you know, A bunch of little needs stacked up on top of each other can be a major need. This is the beautiful thing about what we see here in Jesus. Jesus met the need. Jesus met the need. And here's my question for you this morning. Is who needs you to bring their need to Jesus? When we talk about interceding, what are we doing? We're praying on somebody else's behalf. Whose need do we need to see so that we can bring it before Jesus? Here's the thing. Mary did not know. Mary couldn't fix it. Mary couldn't fix the problem. But she knew who could. She knew that Jesus could fix it. You know, Mary never actually asked Jesus to do anything. If you look at, look at, you look at verse 3 or verse 2, she said, they have, or verse 3, yeah, they have no more wine. Now, I've heard it preached. You know, people say, well, when mama asks you to do something, you're going to do it, right? And that she kind of strong-armed Jesus into it. That's, that's not at all what happened. Jesus heard the need, and Jesus responded. And Mary, Mary couldn't fix it, but she knew who did. What did Mary do? Mary saw the need. We have to see the the needs of others. We have to see the needs of others and we have to respond. We have to do what it takes to help other people. And here's the beautiful thing. Mary gave us the one-step self-help program when she brought it to Jesus. She gave us the one-step self-help program in John 2.5. His mother said to the servants, do what he tells you. Do what he tells you. When we bring a need to Jesus, what do we need to do? Do what he tells you. 
When Jesus speaks to our heart, when Jesus hears our need, he's going to help us. Our participation is making sure that we do what he tells us. I want to tell you this morning that Jesus cares about your needs. He cares about your big needs. He cares about your little needs. He cares about the needs that other people see that you don't. We need to care for one another. We need to care for one another. Because when we do, it's much like this wedding party. The master of the party was amazed because the wine that was brought out was better than the wine that had already been out. It was the best wine. It was the best wine that they had ever had. Jesus made it to respond to a need. And here's what I want to tell you this morning. Your life might be filled with needs, or you may see the needs around you and feel overwhelmed. You bring them to Jesus, and you do what he tells you to do. And he's going to bless it. We're going to bring the big things to little things. And here's the encouragement I have for you this morning. You might be new to the party. But we see that Jesus provided the best at the end, not the beginning, right? You might be new to the party, but that doesn't mean you're late to the party. Jesus' blessings can't be used up. He's got more tomorrow. He's got more the next day. We're never going to exceed God's ability to bless us. We, this is, we are never a bother to Jesus. Actually, Jesus wishes we would come to him more often. Jesus wishes that we would bring everything to him. Not just the things that we can't figure out on our own, but everything. He wants to be the Lord and Savior of all of your life, not just part of your life. I was talking with Pastor Yvonne this week, and uh, she was sharing with me uh, somebody she'd been talking with a while ago, and they were going through it, and she finally just looked at him and said, have you prayed about it? And they looked at her and said, no. That might be a good place to start. How many times do we struggle? We wrestle. We keep ourselves up at night. Jesus, how am I going to make through this? We don't even go through to Jesus, do we? What do we do? We just think about it. What am I, if I, maybe if I shift this bill here, maybe if I just get there 20 minutes early, or if I do this, if I leave, if I, and we start plotting these things out without ever asking Jesus for help. Jesus cares about your needs. He intercedes on our behalf. The example he sets for us asks us to do the same thing. Do we see the needs of other people? Do we intercede on their behalf? Jesus cares for our needs. Do we care for other people's needs? That's the question this morning. He intercedes on our behalf. That's why we have an altar call every week. 
You hear me say it every week. If you have a need, we want to pray with you. Big need, small need, you don't have to go through life alone. We're here to intercede and walk alongside you. Because the problem isn't having a need. The problem is trying to solve it on your own. Jesus wants to be the Lord of your whole life. So this morning, let's give him that opportunity. Stand with me. I'm going to invite our prayer teams forward, our prayer teams, my friends on the teams, to come down and be available. I do it every week, and I do it for a reason, because God wants us to come before him and allow him to bless us. And so this morning, maybe you're here going, Pastor Spencer, I've got things I've never brought to God. We want to pray with you about it. Maybe you're not comfortable bringing it down here to pray about it. Maybe it's just between you and God. I want to encourage you. Take it boldly before God. Because Jesus took a minor issue of them running out of wine and performed a miracle. What miracle is he waiting to perform in your life? He's just waiting for you to bring it to him. So this morning I'm going to pray for us. Once I'm done praying, if you want prayer, if you want somebody, one of my friends down here, to intercede on your behalf, just come. Maybe you don't want to share it publicly. Write it down on that prayer card. Drop it off at our guest, our guest booth. We'll pray for it this week. I want to pray for your needs. I want to give God the opportunity to do a miracle in your life. He will be faithful. Bow your heads with me in prayer. Father, this morning I pray for the needs of our body. People are hurting. People are lost. People need wisdom. They need guidance. We need your presence in all that we do. And so, Father, I pray that we would be like Mary and take our problems to Jesus. Help us to have the faith to trust you in the big things and the little things. And so this morning, Father, I pray encouragement. We're never too late to find your blessing. You're always ready to give of yourself. And so this morning, Father, let us come before you. Let us give you our lives, holy and completely. In your precious name we pray. Amen.